Welcome to AI Arthritis Voices 360, the podcast solving today's most pressing issues in the AI arthritis community. We invite you all to the table, where together we face the daily challenges of autoimmune and autoinflammatory arthritis. Every Sunday, join our fellow patient co-hosts as they lead discussions in the patient community, as well as consult with stakeholders worldwide to solve the problems that matter most. Whether you are a loved one, a professional working in the field, or a person diagnosed with an AI arthritis disease, this podcast is for you. So pull up a chair and take a seat at the table. Hello and welcome to AI Arthritis Voices 360. This is the official talk show for the International Foundation for Autoimmune and Autoinflammatory Arthritis, or AI Arthritis for short. We are so excited to have you joining us for another episode of our talk show that brings all people to the table to solve problems that affect education, advocacy, and research. And we always make sure that the patient is right there front and center alongside all of the other stakeholders as equals. So that's what we're doing today, just like all the other shows. My name is Tiffany, and I am also a person living with AI arthritis diseases, as well as the other co-hosts that are part of the show today. So the co-hosts, Deb and Patrice, who are participating in this episode, actually pre-recorded this with me a couple weeks ago when we were attending the American College of Rheumatology, or ACR, annual conference we go to every year. And what was really great about the conference, you may be thinking, oh, they're going to talk about research and, well, sort of, <laughs> but not as far as treatments go. This is a really interesting spin on where research is going in our community. As people living with these diseases, I know that often we think, oh, well, we're going to be talking about how treatments are affecting us and Everyone pushes us towards utilizing disease-modifying agents. And yes, it is important to introduce those type of medications into our disease journey and work with our doctors to see what is the best options for us based on the aggressiveness of our diseases. Because if they are not treated appropriately, and especially early on, there is a greater chance for disability long-term. However, in saying that, there is no one-size-fits-all for any one person. And more and more, patients are wanting a whole-body approach, which also includes non-pharmacologic interventions. And we saw at the ACR this year, more so than in the past, a big focus on those non-pharmacologic interventions. One that we started seeing come up often when we went to the European League Against Rheumatism, or ULAR, in this past June, was on brain body and how our pain response starts in the brain. This took it to a different level, though. Instead of talking solely on the scientific process of pain response, as it starts in the brain, it talked more about research done on positive attitude and how our positive mind frame can have an effect on 
how we respond to pain. And we thought, oh, that's really fascinating because I know as we've heard, oh, it's all in your head or or a lot of us have heard, oh, if you just cheered up or you just had a better attitude, this would be better. And I know we've all kind of scoffed at that. But now science is starting to show there's a little bit of truth. And I think understanding the the level and the depth of what that can mean is very appealing. So I'm going to turn it over to our producer, Ryan, who's going to do his magic and then patch in our review of the session called Grit, Gratitude, and Grace. We thought this was also very fitting because this is airing on the weekend of a holiday in the United States called Thanksgiving, but we are international. And the idea of Thanksgiving is to give thanks to the people that you care about and love the most and thankful for things in your life. So since we are international, we do want to take the opportunity to extend that thanks to all of you around the world. And that's why we thought, wow, what a great time to air grit, gratitude, and grace. Okay, so we are going to give Yet another short overview of something that we have learned from the American College of Rheumatology, ACR, 2020. And it's weird that I'm saying scientific meeting because you might think, well, this topic doesn't sound so scientific, but it really is. And it's called grit, gratitude, and grace. And what I thought was really cool about the sessions and Patrice and Deb here with me, maybe you can add to this as well. It was scientific. There were a lot of things on treatments, Mm -hmm. but I really started seeing more Mm -hmm. about education, more about the pain and how the brain connects, which is what this is actually a mindset, the mind, the mindset and and research. So researching more about pain and how we respond to pain. And all of that is really exciting research to me because pain is something we Mm -hmm. all can relate to and all understand, unfortunately. And there's a lot of people who don't want to always just take a pill to fix it. So there's a lot of different ways that we're looking at this. And this particular session happily surprised me. And I, that's kind of pardon the pun because it's about being happy. So, <laughs> yeah. so, the, so what the, what the speaker was really talking about, the, the main question was what makes people more resilient to than others when faced with adversity and the whole concept of this and understanding how resilient you are and how you deal with adversity. Just think about that in just a minute. When, when you feel adversity, what happens inside your body? Conflict for me at first, because I, there's the conflict that's going back and forth. And then I've got to, yeah, stress and it's got to figure out a way of coming out of it. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't even seen the whole thing and that's exactly what this is about. How do you see the future and how do you come out of this? And what they're finding in research that they're doing is that people who are more resilient and that has to do with our mindset, tend to have less pain. And we like that. (laughs) So they (laughs) broke it out. They broke it out into grit, gratitude, and grace. And so grit essentially means perseverance. And what 
What did you all see? You all went to a different session that talked about comparing military. Oh, that was the immunology boot camp. camp. And it was talking about, yeah, the different parts of the immune system. And it was likening it to military terms. Oh, terms. Okay. So, so like generals, yeah. Like generals or landmines or calling in the Marines. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Well, all right. So this maybe doesn't exactly go into that, but they did talk about how people in the military, for example, tend to have high resilience. I mean, you're, you're set with, there's an issue you're at hand. You have to have strong mind to be able to get out of that conflict immediately. And one of the things they did because of that is they studied cadets and they wanted to see who was going to prevail the most in a conflicting situation. And they studied grit. So perseverance. So they were measuring perseverance and essentially what it is, is the passion and willingness for long-term goals. And in the study, they decided to induce pain, not something I like, but to healthy individuals. So this was measuring their willingness for the long-term goals and how that affects pain. So they took cadets and they introduced pain in healthy adults. And essentially what happened was they noted that the people who were the most positive and had the most resilience, they had the most optimism and had a plan for action that could see an outcome that mm-hmm. was positive ended up having a higher pain threshold and just in general, more resistance to pain. And so we've seen this before in some of the other studies that we saw with the brain body connection and how when we're anxious or we're depressed, that it induces inflammatory responses in our body. And in essence, creates pain, right? We've seen this now. Yes, we have. And Mm -hmm. here. So I thought that was really interesting. And they talked about specifically with grit that it's a mindset, which is just what you said, Deb. It's a mindset. It is. Yeah. Everybody always asks me, how am I always so positive? And I'm like, well, you don't see me in my worst hours, (laughs) but you, you try to, you know, I've dealt with this for 38 years. Trust me, I have my bad days and really bad days. And those are the ones where I'm trying to do absolutely nothing to let my body and mind recoup a bit. And then I can try to turn a positive twist on things or put it in my mind of, you know, how I'm going to take baby steps to get past that. And then it's how I'm treating myself, I think, and working my way through it. And I think that's kind of how I do that. Yes. Isn't that kind of called compartmentalizing? I do that in a a lot of my situations. It works for me. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I usually try to figure out a goal. There's got to be some sort of goal orientation of if I get past this or how am I going to get past this? I guess that's part of the perseverance, you know, and figuring out what works for me. Right. That is. And we're actually, I was trying to figure out exactly where I was scrolling through my notes. I was like, it's somewhere in here, but I couldn't find it. Yeah. A great segue into that. But well, I guess we'll get down to that. So it does talk about your mindset. And if you have a fixed mindset that nothing will change, we all know people like that. Oh yeah. Oh, nothing's ever going to get better. So who cares? And those, those people, if they don't feel like there's ever room for growth, 
ever room for change or ever room for evolution, they tend to be more depressed. And then that also circles back to what we were talking about with the brain body connection and it influences pain. So this is just very fascinating to me. And this particular presentation then takes it from that science of the brain body connection that we've been attending and putting it into personality also, which I just, I found very intriguing. So that's grit, your perseverance, your passion, your willingness to get to that end goal. And then you've got gratitude. Gratitude is being gracious and being thankful. And they said there's two different types of gratitude. There's the worldly gratitude where I can say, oh, Patrice and Deb, I am so thankful for you. (laughs) And we are of you. Yes. (laughs) Thankful for you. And then you have the transcendent, which is the spiritual. So that's saying, you know, there's a greater spirit in the world and I am thankful for my life and for all I have and my worldly gifts. And I thank a higher being for that. So both have shown or demonstrated if you have that mindset of being gracious, of being thankful, of really starting to understand, I appreciate you and I appreciate this. And she had made an example of doing a gratitude chart where you try for every day for 30 days to think of something that you're grateful for. And she's like, it's really easy because in the beginning, you're like, I'm thankful for my you know, family. I'm paying for my dog. I'm thankful for Deb and for Patrice. And, you know, it just goes on. But yeah. then she says, you get yeah. to like day 20 and you'll really, really have to think. She's like, I'm grateful for this chocolate chip cookie. And then it's, I'm thankful for the chocolate chips inside the chocolate chip cookie because they make me so very happy. And, and I said, I love it. Really funny, but it's really true because you get to, you really have to search your brain and say, there are so many things that could bring joy into my life that we overlook. And if we bring more joy into our life, then in retrospect, we're bringing less turmoil, less anxiety, less depression, less pain. So I liked that, that little example. And I think it would be fun to do that. We should do a little daily demonstration. Yeah. It's going to get harder as it goes on, but you know, actually I think back again, I'm thankful for my education and everything I went through in my studies, but I guess in a weird way, you've got to be almost thankful for your disease because in a weird way, because of again, the experiences and the people it has connected you to, Yes, you know, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if it weren't for, and it's very, you know, rewarding in many ways. It really is. is. It is. And then going back to where you had mentioned Tiffany, that she was saying what you're thankful for. Many years ago, I worked in an office and every day we had to start the day with one positive affirmation. It could be anything. Yeah. At first, (laughs) I thought it was really stupid. But then... (laughs) But then I thought, you know, this, there may be something to that. Positive <laughs> affirmation. Yeah, it that's, just took a little while. Yeah, there, yeah. that's yes. something. And now there is a great transition, Deb, because we go to grace. And grace takes you past being thankful, but it helps you identify this really gives me a direction and a happiness in life. So what you oh, were really okay. explaining yeah. is kind of that transition into having your purpose in life. Why do you get up in the morning? Right. You know, your life has very much some central motivating aims and some can be work, some can be family. We 
we all have those, yep. those reasons, you know, and they call that grace. Say, I never thought of grace like that. I always thought of grace as like elegance or yeah. <laughs> that was, that yeah. was a different like Grace Kelly. Yeah. yeah grace yeah. Kelly back in the day. <laughs> So, so I had yeah. wrote when I was writing notes, it said having a purpose in life gives you a direction. So when things go bad, you still realize there's something greater ahead. I like that. I thought that was, that yeah. was really nice. It does well, they, help. In the sports world, there's all about being a graceful loser. And I don't want to say loser is, oh. and you know, when you come in second, but you really thought you Kate should be in first, you have to be the graceful loser. And then the flip side of that is the graceful winner. You know, you don't go rubbing it in. Right. Exactly. Well, you know, I won first, but you know, Mm -hmm. I'm better than you. Mm -hmm. No, you're, you're right. And then they did more studies just showing that people who felt that they had purpose in life, that the scientific evidence showed they had less anxiety, less depression. They slept better, which makes sense to me. I actually, since I have anxiety disorder, I do find it very difficult to sleep at night, even though I work in my sleep and you know, that sometimes is a good thing. Sometimes <laughs> not. Deb's, Deb is roomed with me enough to know I, oh I, my I God. wake up with a whole new project. And she comes, out. she's like, she does. And she'll be like, okay, this is what happened while I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess so it many has a, times it has yes. its pros and its cons. So they also in this particular presentation, and what I'd like to do is kind of record this and pair it along with this review that we're doing topic because yeah. they had us yeah. in the session stop and there's a slide and it says purpose in life what matters to you the most and they have 50 things listed on there and they ask you to pick 10 so they made us all do it like we were doing the exercise along yeah and so there's family friends spirituality nature achievement happiness success curiosity leadership there's a whole bunch and so they ask you to pick 10 so you know, if you think about what your purpose in life, the things that matter the most to you, and you think of those 10 things, and I had written down, like, I think family and friends, a lot of people put that down, but I Mm -hmm. did put my career. That's very important to me. Mm -hmm. I did meaningful work, honor, honesty, all of those things are just relationships. I did put reputation because it is important to me what that, that people, you know, understand where I'm coming from because, and that's just, that actually also goes to show you just how your history influences it. Because if you've had people misunderstand you, I've had people misunderstand before and even recently, and it's like, you just want to do good. And, and so having people really understand me was important. But anyway, so they had you do this little experiment. I think it's something we could put online and you pick up those 10 things and they really start to lay out your core values and and the things that also are your character strengths. So let me ask you both, what are your character strengths? So like me, that would be, I'm very creative. I'm a good problem solver. What are your strengths with who you are? I guess I would consider myself friendly also driven. I also think that I'm a driven person. You're loyal. Um, I'm loyal. Yes, that's true. I, I am definitely loyal to particular people and causes and things like that. And I think, you know, always striving to learn new things. Again, probably more specifically to disease categories and things like that. Mm-hmm. Patrice, how okay. about you? I would say integrity perseverance. I think many of you know that I spent three months 
yes, three months, trying to get a referral to a new rheumatologist and had if I let it go to the wayside, I wouldn't have been able to see him. Also learning, researching, and I also, because public speaking has never been in my world, and now it is, I'm trying to better myself. I watch a lot of YouTube videos on how to come off more professional and more engaging and more informative. Yeah, I like that. I definitely it, like that. Yeah. So, yeah. so we're. So, I know we've got we've got Ryan. What I was going to say, we've got Ryan in our in our ear that I was saying. Watch oh. on the Oz and the O's and the Oz and <laughs> ums. <laughs> ums and the yeah. ums. Yeah. So yeah. so sorry that, that just brought that. No, that's to my okay. Head. <laughs> so so the so the idea there's a few different questions, but the idea is yeah. really understanding you understanding what you're passionate about, understanding your inner self and asking yourself these, these life questions, really, they become the metrics of how you can handle resilience and handle diversity and handle situations. And then the bottom line is in, in turn, then that helps us to improve that whole brain body experience. So I just found this really interesting study because it takes it to the level of our own inner person and the value Mm. of relationships, the value of being able to have friendships and have good relationships in your life and keeping a very healthy, mental, happy state. So there you go. That was, I like that. That was the overview. And it's just neat to see that the ACR is taking it to next levels. It's not all about treatments. It's not all about pharmaceutical drugs. There are many other things now that are being discussed at these meetings. So so there you go. Let us know what you think. What makes you tick? How do you deal with resilience? What are your passions in life? Let's talk about it. Thank you for tuning in. Thank Thank you, everybody. (laughs) I I cut them off before. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. So that was really interesting, wasn't it? I was really intrigued when I attended that. And, you know, I I asked myself, wow, grit, gratitude, and grace. Who would have thought that level of positive thinking could start to influence the way we're responding to our own disease and is specifically as far as pain and pain response and resilience. So we're going to continue this conversation as we always do, because our goal at this show and all of the projects that we do at AI Arthritis is to continue the conversation, invite everybody to the table, invite the people living with the diseases, invite the parents of the, the juvenile patients to start and have a conversation to get a little bit more information on how you resonate with this topic. So that's what we're going to invite you to do first. If you are a person living with these diseases or a parent of a juvenile and you have not yet already, please sign up for our AI Arthritis Voices online community that has recently launched, and we would love to invite you to the table to continue this conversation. We'll talk a little bit more about how this affects you, your thoughts on it. We're even going to do a little bit of exercises in there on positive thinking and affirmations and do kind of our own little research, if you will. So there's a lot we can do to build on this, but that is the first step. You can also learn more about any of our episodes and the AI Arthritis Voices community if you just go to our website at arthritis.org and you'll see the initiatives button at the top and you can check out everything that we do. 
While there, we sure would appreciate if you want to continue to support the show and help us do the work we do all year round, please consider giving a donation. You'll see the big red tab on the site too. And last but not least, we wanted to point out in addition to it being a holiday weekend, Thanksgiving, and extending that thanks to all of you internationally, our family, our friends around the world, it is our one-year anniversary of the show. <laughs> so it all just came full circle to have the grit, gratitude, and grace because we'd like to say we're a little gritty here. We like to get down and dirty and really get to the heart of the matter. And we'd like to do it with grace. And we couldn't be more grateful to have all of you sitting alongside us at the table so together we can change the stories of tomorrow. So thank you so very much for your continued support of the show. We hope to have those of you living with the diseases join us soon. If you know somebody living with the diseases, please send them our way as well. We have many seats to fill. Let's do this together. AI Arthritis Voices 360 is produced by the International Foundation for Autoimmune and Autoinflammatory Arthritis. Find us on the web at www.aiarthritis.org. Also, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and stay up to date on all the latest AI arthritis news and events. 